live from Studio 6B on a Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on the East Coast, Real America's Voice. Glad you're in. Lots to talk about tonight with the boys here. Rick Delgado's going to do the news. Slick Rick's going to do some sports. Aaron and friend holding it down as always. Glad you're a part of the show. Let's get right to the Tuesday night roll call right here in the Getter chat. Tell us where you're watching from. City State roll call on a Tuesday night. I love this. And Delgado gets all the credit because he did it first last week when I was out and I was watching and I just loved it. So we're going to do it every night here. Nice. Roll call on a Tuesday night. Mr. Delgado, how are you? I am I am well. How about you? Very good. Uh, very good. Very good. Lots to talk about tonight. Slick I had, Rick. A, uh, I had, what? A, I had a good day. Well, no, you didn't. You didn't have a I good did. day at all. You told me you needed more. You didn't even, you wanted to do the show at 810. Oh, yeah. Well, we start at 8. We don't start at 810. Well, my brain's going to start at 810. Okay, so we'll get back to you. i got nine right, minutes cool. here. I can run the James O'Keefe piece because that's about eight <laughs> minutes, which is just stunning. It's going to be no surprise to um, – well, it's going to be no surprise to anybody on this show. No surprise uh, certainly to Mr. Paul Nolan, who may be watching tonight. I don't know. Uh, not going to not going to be a surprise to him uh, as James O'Keefe goes undercover to expose BlackRock. Oh, heard about that. Yeah, so we have, we have that. It's a little long, so but if we have some time, maybe we'll try to get to that in an hour, too. Uh, Slick Rick's going to do sports, looking dapper as always. Slick, how are you? I'm good. Big D, how you doing tonight? Very good. Uh, how was your day? Fantastic. Very busy. Running, 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 but good day. Okay, very good. So Slick Rick will do some sports. Delgado will do some news. Huh? Uh, in at least nine minutes, post nine minutes <laughs> news with Delgado tonight. Um, <laughs> After he has his Mars bar. <laughs> yes. I watched that last night. That made the uh, he's in orbit. <laughs> that made the uh, <laughs> that made the uh, review clip from last night. Of course, Strasburg, PA, checking in. Oh, very nice. Strasburg, PA. I know that area very well. I know the uh, that's out Strasburg. It's right close to that water park there. They have um, Hershey Park. Not Hershey Park. Not Hershey. Uh, what, what, um, Great Adventure. Uh, oh boy, I tell you, I just I cannot remember things anymore. What is the water park there in, but near Stroudsburg? Stroudsburg Water Park? It's on 611. Now, I even know the road it's on, and I can't remember the name of it. The the 611 Water Park? (laughs) The 611 Water Park. I don't know. Sounds good. That sounds like a fun place. I I think I've been there. I'm sure someone in the chat's going to put it in there any any second. (laughs) They'll put it in there for my brain, which is going brain dead. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I think Fetterman did the opening of it. He was calling it nine five nine five nine five. I think I was there with him. Yeah. Uh, whatever. I'll think of it at some point during the show. But I know that area, Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania. It's really nice do. there. Um, it's just like the, New Britain, Connecticut, got, checking it. Oh, oh, New Britain, Connecticut. Oh. I, I know that place very well. Just like yesterday, we had a Newington, Connecticut, which I can't believe because I grew up in the next town over. Wow. From Newington, Connecticut. So ah, someone wow. checking in from the Berlin Turnpike is <laughs> quite a surprise to me. So, but uh, no, we have a you know we have a lot of viewers and listeners. Yeah. Well, as you can see, every night we do the roll call now from all over, and the T-shirt requests I get. Sometimes I look at the cities and I go, I can't believe that. I don't know why I'm surprised. I mean, it's not like you know, huh? but I just am. It's just one of those things. I don't know. It's kind of like when I watch the show back and and like I watch it as if I'm not in it. Right. Like you laugh at things and you go, oh, no, I, I was actually there. Then, but why do I find it funny? I don't know. Because you weren't good. paying attention at that point. <laughs> it could be partly that. Right. Yeah, so. It could be. <laughs> Marin, Marin County, California. You know what? Marin County, California is checking in. What a fantastic place that 
God created over there. Unfortunately, it's infected with a bunch of idiots, uh, but not this person who checked in from there. Okay, very good. Because it's a gorgeous place. I've said this how many times? You guys, I'm sure, are used to it. Um, the number one viewing audience from this show, at least across all our social media, which continues, the numbers continue to grow, but the one steady is the number one viewing audience is California. Go figure. Maybe we should call it New California. That's where it is. <laughs> so... Uh, all right, lots of places we can start tonight, but obviously we'll start with, um, well, it's like I, I, I tweeted today or truth today or something today, geeted today. Just think of yourselves as, if you think of yourselves as the Washington Generals and you think of the Bidens as the Harlem Globetrotters, you can put it all into perspective. <laughs> You're going to lose every time. The deck, the deck is stacked against you every time. Everyone is in the tank to make sure the outcome that you know is coming is the actual outcome that comes. And that's just the way it works. That's the way it's always going to work with the Bidens and mostly the Democrat Party in this two-tiered system of justice. And there's no questions about that anymore. If you needed, if you needed, it, uh, if you needed it to be put on a billboard for you, today was the day. Like the Hollywood sign there, big shiny, that's what it is. I think it's even more in your face than some people expected today. And that, of course, that's actually the title of David Marcus's piece today in the Daily Mail. A gentle slap on the wrist for Hunter Biden and a straight punch to the nose for the rest of you. Call me naive, but I didn't expect it to even be this blatant. On Tuesday, Joe Biden's Justice Department offered our troubled first son a plea deal for tax evasion and illegal gun possession. After a five-year federal investigation, countless man-hours, and gallons of newspaper ink uh, spilt, America's least favorite deadbeat dad appears to have received the sweetest of sweetheart deals. For those alleged crimes, dear old H, former crackhead and prostitute connoisseur, is expected <laughs> to walk free with a little more than probation. Hunter allegedly failed to pay Uncle Sam at least 200000 on $1.5 million of income between 17 and 18. Now, uh, John Solomon, I think I heard talking to um, Ed and Karen, disputes those years. I think he thinks this money for, that was part of this investigation was from back in 14. But I guess that's neither here nor there for now. Uh, the Biden family was handed two measly misdemeanors now you have the gun charge in the depths of uh, his addiction hunter lied on a federal background check and claimed that he was clean when obviously he wasn't for that hunter biden will be given a pre-trial diversion agreement translation no penalty and the first question you have to ask is why exactly did this case take five years to get to this day that's longer than the Russian collusion investigation. It's longer than World War II, for that matter. <laughs> As of now, there's no explanation for that other than a whistleblower's claim that the DOJ slow-walked the probe. And I've got, we've got some follow-up information from John Solomon on that tonight as well about what's about to drop over the next couple of weeks that's going to make this even look more outrageous. But I think that's breaking tonight on Just the News. Uh, he says, when I took control of this particular investigation, I immediately saw deviations from the normal process, says Gary Shapley, a 14-year veteran of the IRS. He told CBS News last month, it was way outside the norm of what I've experienced in the past. 
What else didn't we see in this plea deal? We didn't see any mention whatsoever of the Foreign Agent Registration Act, which sent Trump's 2016 campaign manager, Paul Manafort, to jail. This glaring omission exists despite the fact that Hunter, along with eight of his family members, have allegedly taken millions of dollars from a Chinese company with close ties to the CCP. And finally, for those paying close attention, there was something else odd about today's announcement. Hunter was offered a plea deal prior to his arrest and the conclusion of the case, or so it appeared. The investigation is ongoing, read the DOG, uh, DOJ press release on Tuesday. Yeah, that's, that's just nonsense. <laughs> Hunter's attorney saw it differently. It's my understanding that the five-year investigation into Hunter Biden is now resolved, his lawyer Christopher Clark said today on TV. I'm sure that Clark is the one who's probably right. They've put Hunter problems behind him. Good for you, Hunter. Bad for us, America. If you didn't think it before, you should now. There are two tiers of justice in America. Do you think any other person in America would get the same treatment? Criminal defense attorney Arthur Idala says no, they would not. I've handled 100 federal criminal cases for any normal person charged in connection to $200,000 tax liability, gun charges, federal prosecutors will be recommending jail time. Plus, they negotiated a plea deal before an arrest and even the conclusion of the discovery process. This is kid glove treatment taken to the extreme. This has to look absolutely terrible to all and most Americans. In fact, it looks like an abomination of justice, quite frankly. And President Biden has been actively interfering in this investigation from nearly the get-go, which is absolutely true because there's no way that David Weiss did this on his own. Right. There's absolutely no way he came to this conclusion on his own. He reports back to, uh, obviously, um, Garland. And, of course, Garland handpicked by Biden. Biden has to have known every step of the way what was going on here. Of course, Biden was on MSNBC about a month ago, re, re, uh, you know, re-tagging out the old line, my son is the smartest guy. No, he's oh, done yeah. nothing yeah. wrong. Sure, he's angel. Yeah, uh, what he does to my campaign is not distracted. He does. He makes me um, more proud of him. He said, "Yes, more proud that he could evade uh, taxes like this and help me evade taxes as well." <laughs> oh, we haven't gotten to that part yet, Joe. Don't worry. Um, and of course, you know the gun charge with, 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 with you know. Let's face it; anybody else in the country would go to jail for, unless, of course, you're in the that's cabal co- with that's them. Kodak Black. Yeah, pardon me. Kodak Black went for three years on the same charge, I believe, or very similar if it wasn't exactly the same. Three years on the uh, on the gun registration. So the double standard is absolutely undeniable, and I think Marcus uh, here in this piece nails it. It's it's it may be even how many times have we used this phrase in the last month? In your face, like two big double middle fingers. It's more blatant than people even realized, I think. It's insane. Because the, the fact that they... And this is something that, that jumped out. Uh, I forget who pointed it out. I forgot what I was listening to today that pointed out. But Marco Polo 501C3 uh, on Twitter, and it was retweeted by Kenneko the Great, pointed out that uh, Marco Polo released a 630-page report on the Biden laptop that thoroughly documents 400... And 59 committed 
crimes by the Bidens and their associates, 140 business crimes, 191 sex crimes, and 128 drug crimes. Yeah, and they didn't even get to that in the They haven't uh, even gotten to that part yet. Yeah. Never even got to the laptop. It's amazing. But maybe the worst is what John Solomon broke tonight, and we've only got a minute here left, so I can't get deep into it. When I saw him this morning on with Ed and Karen in, the last, in their last block, and of course at that time I think this was just barely starting to break that Hunter Biden had taken a deal and no one knew how, how much of a uh, sweetheart deal it, it was at that time this morning. But John knew enough to say this is going to be worse when you see what's going to drop in the next three weeks from the, F, from the whistleblower. In the fact that his conclusion is that the, um, the DOJ purposefully let the, um, the time elapse you mean on the statute, of statute of limitations run purposefully on what would have been the greater charges here. So let's hit, let's hit the break. We'll do sports and news when we get back, and then I'll get to John Solomon's news tonight so you can understand exactly what he's talking about here. But uh, he's the Globetrotters, you're the generals. Every day, every game. Remember that. All right, we're back right after this. Right, 17 past the hour live from studio 6b on a tuesday night glad you're in rick delgado is going to do some news we'll continue on uh talking about the hunter biden today and some other things to get to john salmo with some breaking news or further news on what's going to be coming in the next couple weeks uh on this to further this uh disaster of a sweetheart deal that he got today we'll talk about that um, someone reminded me or reminded Fran in the chat that it was the Great Wolf Lodge is what I was trying to think of. And it's just uh, how I could not remember that is beyond me. But yes, the Great Wolf Lodge, Great Wolf Lodge right there. So a uh, great place. Uh, that whole area is starting to really build up down there in Stroudsburg area. 611 there, top of the, they got the casino, Mount Airy at the top of the hill there. And it's uh, really built up. I had, in, I had family there for a long time. Uh, that's been now not, no longer. My wife's grandmother obviously has now passed on and that property is gone. But yeah, I knew the area very well. So, um, all right, let's do some sports. Then we'll do some news. We'll try to get to uh, James O'Keefe's new piece today on BlackRock. Lots to do on a Tuesday night. Sports is brought to you by our friend, of course, Mike Lindell. Our t-shirt promo runs through July 4th. Someone emailed last night and said they thought they missed it because originally it was going to end on Father's Day, and they were correct on that, but we extended it to July 4th. Nice. Because I know people are shopping at MyPillow all the way through the holiday. Not that they're not shopping after that as well. We're going to do something else, but this one's going to end on July 4th, and that is if you use our promo code LFS6B at MyPillow, uh, when they send you your receipt on whatever you purchased that shows you used our code, forward it to us. Forward us the email to LFS6B at Yahoo.com. Pick something out from our store, live from Studio6B.com. This shirt, again, is one of the shirts of the show. is on sale tonight, LFS6B, the vintage shirt. Uh, and we'll send it to you absolutely free. Pick one item out. We'll send it to you absolutely free. 
Uh, LFS6B at yahoo.com is where you send your receipts from my pillow. Uh, Slick Rick, what's going on? All right, well, let's get to the NCAA Men's Baseball College World Series in action right now. Number five, LSU leading Tennessee 1 0 in the top of the fifth inning. And earlier today, TCU in their prolific purple jerseys, they won 6 1 over Oral Roberts, and that was an elimination game. So we will keep a track on that as we head through the week. College World Series coming down to the wire. Major League baseball scores. Braves and Phillies tied at one, top of the sixth. Bottom five Orioles over the Rays, 7-1. Royals lead the Tigers, one zip, top of the eighth. Bottom seven, no score. Blue Jays and Marlins, pitches duel. Yankees over the Mariners, 3-0 in the middle of the fifth. The Cardinals over the Nationals, 4-1, top of the fifth. Cubs lead the Pirates, two zip, middle of the fifth. And here's a story, boy. The Cincinnati Reds going for their 10th win in a row tonight, at least attempting to. They're 5-1 over the Rockies. End of the third, sitting here as a Cincinnati Red fan since I was a little kid in 1975. Imagine that. And the Reds are looking great. Wow. One of their best runs outside of a world championship in 1990. They haven't done much since. A couple of quick elimination game playoff games that they were in and out of over the years. So this is really something in Cincinnati. A lot of fun going on and a little luck for a couple of fans there, which I'll get into a story a little later. Athletics over the Guardians, one nothing, top of the fifth. Red Sox and Twins, no score, bottom three. Diamondbacks and Brewers, Diamondbacks leading that one nothing, top of the first. Mets and Astros just underway, no score. Same with the Rangers and White Sox. Padres visit the Giants out in Frisco, 945 first pitch. And the Dodgers, those L.A. Dodgers, continue to struggle. What a shame. They're playing, of all teams, the Angels tonight. And that's at 10.07 first pitch. So I put that one in your crew. Uh, <laughs> and a couple of quick stories, Big D. Uh, Patriots' Jack Jones could get 30 years for firearms violations. This is Orr Hawkins of Breitbart. The New England Patriots' Jack Jones could get 30 years in prison after being arrested at Boston's Logan International Airport Friday with two handguns, ammunition, and a high-capacity magazine in his bag last week. Uh, the guns in 25-year-old Jones' carry-on bag were discovered via routine x-ray screening at the TSA security checkpoint, the New York Post noted. The Boston Globe reported that Jones faces two counts, each of possession of a concealed weapon in a secure area of an airport, possession of ammunition without a firearm identification card, unlawful possession of a firearm, carrying a loaded firearm, and possession of a large-capacity feeding device. Suffolk District Attorney Kevin R. Hayden's spokesman said if he were convicted and sentenced on consecutively on each charge, he'd face more than 30 years in prison. Uh, Jones was attempting to fly from Boston to Los Angeles when the firearms, ammunition, and magazine were discovered. Saturday, Out West explained that Jones played college football with the Arizona State University and signed a four-year, $4.4 million rookie deal in 2022 with the Patriots. So Bill Belichick had a little issue there with that young man. But uh, we'll see what happens with that. You know, why would you? Why would you pack that? I have no idea. You know, he, no he, idea. if he'd have just thrown it in the trash, like we've seen, I'm going to say, tell him to right. change his name to Biden. Yeah. Last name to Biden, he'll be fine. And yeah, pardon, pardon. He speaks French. Yeah, no question. So that's uh, we'll see how that develops. You know, maybe they went after him because he was a patriot. Oh, I'm just kidding. Uh, anyway, his <laughs> his biggest fight yet. 28 year old MMA fighter in ICU after suffering cardiac arrest. This is Dylan Gwynn of Breitbart. Chris Lencioni, uh, a former uh, rising. 
Boxing MMA star fighting on the Bellator circuit is in serious condition in the intensive care unit after suffering a cardiac arrest earlier this month. Lencioni is just 28 years old, and a description posted uh, to the GoFundMe page dedicated to covering the fighter's expenses. Lencioni's family described the shock they felt upon hearing that their loved one, a professional athlete in the prime of his life, had suffered a heart attack. On June 8th, Chris suffered a cardiac arrest. The description read, as you can imagine, this was completely unexpected, considering he's only 28 and in peak physical condition. Chris is currently in the ICU in his biggest fight yet. We believe in the goodness of God, and we don't know anyone with more will, strength, and determination than Chris. Chris has already overcome so much in his life, and we have faith in his ability to overcome any obstacle. Lencioni has an 11-3 record as an MMA fighter, so uh, really, you know, another unexplainable, you know, uh, cardiac arrest big D in a very young person, something we never heard just five years ago. That's exactly right. Now, obviously, you know, everyone's going to jump to the same conclusion. It could could be something hereditary, could be something wrong, but, you know, most likely people are going to look, and rightly so, and say... Right. Could have been taking more jabs than just in the ring, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Now, and, and I'll tell you what goes hand in hand with that is today you finally got a report on this. I don't know if this is part of your news on this cricket uh, announcer, young kid, probably in his early 40s, late 30s. If you remember, he was calling the I think this was the story. He was in the booth calling the world championship um, and he died in the booth. And they now have come out with a report. I, be, I believe that's how it happened but i know it's cricket and i know the guy's young and they've come out and actually attribute it to the vaccine oh they did yes okay so they weren't giving crickets on that so they actually they actually attributed it to the vaccine which you haven't seen a lot of you've seen just a lot of nothing when you see these deaths you've gotten no reasoning behind it right no cause and of course that's been dr mccullough's thing all along even with damar hamlin thank god he's alive and he's whatever whatever the road ahead of him is it is But we would all be so much better off if we knew if they would come out and say, you know, specifically, yes or no, is he vaxxed? Was that the cause or not? And that's, he's been pushing this. So I saw this article today specifically relating it to that, to doctors, like the premier doctors of the area where I think it was Austria. I don't, I don't remember exactly where this was. I'll look it up. Australia. But they, they specifically targeted that it was the vax that he took nine months before the incident mm. and that's uh that's what they attributed to what so a shame all right anything else in sports slick rick that's right big d all right very good we'll do some more sports with slick rick we'll do some news with rick delgado and we'll get into um james o'keefe's new piece on blackrock and some of the things that are um his undercover camera person was able to get from this well, I guess he was, I don't know if he was a headhunter for BlackRock or he was, he was something to do with them. And of course, now, because now his LinkedIn page is gone. <laughs> Everything's gone. Uh, He's probably I, gone too. And Because um, um, let's face it, uh, BlackRock has a little bit more money and probably a, a little more uh, access to, I don't know, whatever you, whatever well, you everybody. say yes. uh, that, than the pharmaceutical industry does. As he says, I, I'm the one who decides on people's outcomes, I think, or something like that, he says in here. You'll see it. <laughs> he also said BlackRock has $20 trillion under assets. I thought it was $8. 20000000000000 under asset management, he said at BlackRock. All right, so we'll get into all that, but we'll do the news when we get back with Rick Delgado right after this.
should affirmative action be used as a factor in higher education for admissions practices? Everyday Americans have a voice on this. Let's hear what they have to say. I think it's an outdated program. I feel like people are capable of achieving their own things on their own. I don't think affirmative action is necessary. Everybody should be treated the same, no matter what, what color you are. <laughs> There's no way that I want my tax dollars used to pay off people's loans. I think there's enough legal precedent that backs up the affirmative action case in which the Supreme Court formally decided that while affirmative action is okay, uh, racial and ethnic quotas are not in upper education, which is in itself enough precedent in this case. Even the justices recognize, liberal or conservative, recognize that the, um, it needs eventually to be uh, done away with. Do you think that affirmative action should be allowed in admissions practices in higher education? Yes. Why? Because diversity is essential to universities and greater society in general. I'm kind of 50-50 on the whole thing. We're a country of equal, equal rights, equal citizenship, and you shouldn't restrict one citizen over another citizen because of an amount of pigment in their skin. I don't believe in racism. I don't believe in race. God created all men equal. Well, I agree with the affirmative action. Unfortunately, it appears that the Supreme Court may, may strike it down. No affirmative action. That's a really complicated question, right? Because you're trying to make up for past injustices, but then you look at, does that create more injustices to other people? Reporting from the Supreme Court in Washington, D.C., I'm Christopher Carter. All right, 31 past the hour, live from Studio 6B. Thanks to the great Chris Carter, as always, for these pieces. He continues to um, produce great stuff. Slick Rick's doing sports. Rick Delgado's going to do the news. We had our roll call. Everybody checking in. Some great spots from across the country. And, of course, we appreciate you. Give us two hours of your time a night, 8 to 10, right here, Monday through Friday, at Real America's Voice. Make sure you follow us on our social media, at LFS6B, pretty much everywhere other than Instagram, which is LFS6B Show. Uh, make sure you go to the website, livefromstudio6b.com. Sign up at the website. We're starting to do some great stuff at the website, and uh, we're starting to uh, send out um, nice push notifications to your mobile phone if we have it uh, with all kinds of coupons and information and things after the show, things before the show. So great stuff over there. So make sure you take five minutes. Go over to livefromstudio6b.com and make sure you become a member of the site. Get on the email list. Uh, so we have your information. We can stay in contact with you because you're going to get exclusive stuff over there that you'll get nowhere else on any of our social media, including our Substack, which you should also follow because we post everything there. Uh, Rick's What Even Is That are all over there on Substack as well because sometimes we can't put those on YouTube or any of the other social media, but we can on Substack. So just you got to follow us everywhere we are. Subscribe to the podcast, all that great stuff on iTunes. Let's do some news. News is brought to you by EarlyTreatmentMeds.com. Use our promo code LFS6B. 50% off whatever you put in your cart. Mr. Delgado, what is going on? All right. Well, this is uh, breaking news from just about, uh, uh, say, about an hour ago. Uh, breaking on Twitter from Representative Lauren Boebert. She's saying that I'm bringing my articles of impeachment against Joe Biden to the House floor in a privileged motion, meaning yeah. that every member of Congress must vote on holding Joe Biden accountable. Yep. So that's something. Have, uh, um, you got we, something on that? Yeah, I have her on the floor. Uh, this is the clip of her from um, 
Well, not too long ago. Here's what it sounded like. Yes, Damon, once again, why don't you send the audio to the people so they can hear it. Mr. Speaker, pursuant to Clause 2A1 of Rule 9, I rise to give notice of my intent to raise a question of the privileges of the House. The form of the resolution is as follows, HRES 503, impeaching Joseph R. Biden, Jr., President of the United States, for high crimes and misdemeanors. Resolved that Joseph... Robinette Biden Jr. is impeached for high crimes and misdemeanors and that the following articles of impeachment be exhibited to the, to the United States Senate. Articles of impeachment exhibited by the House of Representatives of the United States of America in the name of itself and of the people of the United States of America against Joseph R. Biden Jr., President of the United States, and maintenance and support of its impeachment against him for high crimes and misdemeanors. Article 1, abuse of power. The Constitution... Okay, so there's a, there's a little bit of what she said, and then she went through the... Uh, what's going to be voted on. And the fact that it's a privileged vote, like you said, means they have to take a vote. Yeah. So every member of the House is now going to be on record on where they stand. Yeah, which is important so we can see where the rhinos stand, because we already found out uh, what happened when it came to uh, censuring, um, what's his name, uh, Shifty Adam Shift, right? Remember when that uh, went yes. down in flames? Yes, kind of. I think you're going to get a better motion that more of the Republicans are going to be more comfortable with, I think, coming up on him. I think the, the ones that opposed that, I believe they really more opposed the way it was brought to the floor having done some more reading on it than the fact that obviously it's not like they didn't think that he's a slimy little weasel. Or it could have had something to do with the $16 million fine that I heard a lot of the Republicans were having a problem with. This, this coming from just the news, as more Republicans are signaling support for the revised Adam Schiff yeah. censor resolution. Uh, of course, Adam Schiff, the shifty shifter, uh, the Democrat out of California, of course, known for lying uh, with impunity to the American people and in Congress. Uh, this motion was brought uh, last week by Representative Anna Paulina Luna and as after it failed, after it was uh, it was backed by GOP, at least twenty GOP House members, she removed the portion of the resolution that stated Schiff will be fined sixteen million if the House Ethics Committee found that he lied, made misrepresentations, and abused sensitive information during his efforts to impeach former President Donald Trump. During, uh, according to Punchbowl News on Tuesday, the House voted two twenty five to one ninety six last week to table the censure resolution with twenty Republicans. Crossing a line and showing their true colors and joining the Democrats. Luna's previous resolution said the $16 million fine was because Schiff's claims led to the $32 million federal investigation into allegations that the Trump 2016 campaign colluded with Russia. With the fine removed from the resolution, at least eight Republican lawmakers now indicated they would support the new proposal, including David Villato, uh, Thomas Massey, Kelly Armstrong, uh, and uh, a few others I've never heard of. Uh, Democrats plan to try and table the motion again with hopes that seven Republicans will vote with them, but they are less hopeful that they will succeed in defeating the resolution, according to their senior aides. So there you have it. Um, 
the most recent member of Congress, according to this from Just the News, was Representative Paul Gosar, uh, out of rep- the representative out of Arizona, uh, for posting a cartoon of him attacking AOC, of course, the lunatic out of New York. Yeah. Uh, and Anna Paulino Luna put out a statement tonight uh, at 8.05, and she said, I have called up my censure motion and will be bringing it to vote to hold Adam Schiff accountable to the floor tomorrow. I have spoken to many of my colleagues. A majority of the 20 will be changing their vote to now support the motion, as well as other members who were not in town for the initial vote have let me or my office know that they will be voting uh, with us. We have, we have secured the number of votes needed to censure Adam Schiff and then refer him to ethics. To be clear, this is not retribution. The GOP recently voted to refer one of our own to ethics for investigation. The fact is, as you saw today with Hunter Biden in the DOJ, there is a double standard of justice in this country. It is well within my right as a congresswoman to file a privileged motion and hold Adam Schiff accountable for abusing and exploiting his official position and bringing dishonor to the House of Representatives. I am fully aware of the constitutionality of it all, and that is what this is about. I look forward to restoring honor to the House of Representatives this Wednesday and appreciate the members who have come forward to support this historical censure in an effort to bring accountability and trust back to this very sacred institution. It is important to remember that in Congress, although we hold the House, we do not have the Senate or the White House We have a select number of tools like these privileged motions and the Holman rule that we can utilize as individual members that will not go to die in the Senate. As I've stated before, I am representing the interests of those who trusted me to come here and do the right thing as well as those who have felt their voices have been ignored and their wishes disregarded. So that from Anna Paulina Luna tonight on this censure vote that's going to seemingly come back to the floor tomorrow. So. All right. Well, that's good. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Uh, in other news, um, I don't know if you heard of this guy. Hunter Biden has asked the judge to stop his four-year-old daughter, who he had, uh, who he had with a stripper, from taking his surname, according to reports. Uh, this happened the other day. Hunter Biden asked the judge to stop his four-year-old daughter, who he had with an Arkansas stripper, from taking his name, according to the New York Post. President Joe Biden's son made the request to an Arkansas court on January 6th, arguing that the name would rob the child of a peaceful existence. Or it could be that he, she's got a crackhead daddy. Uh, the child's mother, London Roberts, asked the uh Circuit Court Judge uh, Holly Mayer on December 27th to allow the daughter, Navy Joan Roberts, to take the Biden name, arguing she would benefit as the name is now synonymous with being well-educated, successful, financially acute, well po- politically the, powerful, uh, and protected from, uh, from incarceration. Um, the child remains estranged from the Biden family. What a surprise. The filing said and suggested that giving her the Biden name could rectify this misconduct or neglect. Uh, the request regarding the child's name was made amid an ongoing case in Independence, Arkansas. Biden in September asked to have the child support, re- uh, child support payments reduced because his financial circumstances. Which they ongoing- were today, <laughs> by the way. He won, that ca- he won that deal, too. Did he? They got reduced to from 20000 a month. To five thousand, and the judge signed off on it today as well. Well, you know what? They kind of his financial stream has dried up 
there, Damon. Come on. The guy's not making that Barisna money anymore. Uh, in the uh, filing, he, he asked about the, uh, among other things, and claimed that Biden is attempting to stifle discovery into his financial affairs. What a surprise. While simultaneously reducing his child support obligation on the claim as he now lear- earns less income. I guess that uh, that painting thing isn't uh, working out as, as lucratively as he thought. The child was conceived while Biden was in a relationship with Haley Biden, another Biden, and Bo brought uh, Bo Biden's uh, widow and uh, his sister-in-law. So there you have it. What a what a what a what a morally superior family we're dealing with. Yeah, here. and this poor child who has no no idea of who these you know what Scum her life eggs. is about to be like. This yeah. poor child, and and they yeah. won't even recognize her. Yes, Biden. How many grandchildren he has? He's always one short. He will not recognize her as even a human, and certainly belonging to his son. Or being part of their family. It's disgusting. Well, what do you expect from the Biden family? Well, we still, know. Yeah, I, I, I'm not saying I didn't expect it. Mm. I just said it's repulsive. All right, anything else in the news, Rick, or is that uh, it? That's it for now. We'll have some more as the show goes along. I got some good stuff, too. All right, very good. Live from Studio 6B on a Tuesday. More to do. We'll get into John Solomon's news tonight about what we think the FBI whistleblower... <laughs> It's going to be what we're going to be finding out in the next three weeks. It's going to make this day look even worse on this deal with Hunter Biden. We'll get into that and more sports with Slick Rick. When we get back right after this. is doing sports. Rick Delgado, of course, doing news, and me sitting over here, the Mitt Romney of rap, just sitting here doing nothing. <laughs> we'll, get to, uh, we'll get to some more stories here in a second. You're a bit milk toast. <laughs> so, uh, 13 to the hour, Aaron and Fran, of course, holding it down as always. Does anyone else ever get any grief, Fran, that you can see other than me? Actually, yeah, me, I, I get grief. Uh, actually, occasionally. You're, you're, you're Mitt toast. Depends on what you're talking about. Okay, very good. I kind of <laughs> so like that, that. So though. the answer is yes. <laughs> if I could, if I could have his, uh, I could have his money from back in the old Bain Capital days. I don't know. You know, it'd be pretty good. So you wouldn't be on TV right now. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know. I probably would be. I like, I like doing it. So it's uh, it's fun. Uh, let's do some sports. Sports is brought to you by. Um, Mike Lindell and my pillow. <laughs> the Mitt Romney of Lalo's. <laughs> uh, and here with that is Slick Rick, Rick Emirati. What's going on, pal? All right, back to the NCAA uh, World Series, College World Series. Let's get into that. LSU continues to lead Tennessee two zip, top of the sixth inning. So we'll track that game as well. That is a elimination game. Winner moves on. And Major League Baseball, real quick. Braves three to one over the Phillies. Bottom seven, bottom six. Orioles lead the Rays seven four. Royals blanking the Tigers one 
zip. Bottom of the ninth. Uh, bottom of the eighth. Blue Jays over the Marlins 2 nothing. Yankees continue to lead the Mariners 3-1 in the Bronx. Middle of the seventh. Cardinals over the Nationals 5-1. Top of the seven. Bottom seven. Cubbies beating the Pirates 2-0. Reds lead the Rockies 5-2. Bottom of the fifth. Reds looking for number 10, as I said it earlier. Athletics 1-0 athletics, over the Guardians. Top of the seventh. Top five, Red Sox tuned zip over the Twins. Diamondbacks lead the Brewers 4-1, to one, bottom of the second. Mets and Astros, no score down in Houston. And the White Sox in South Chicago lead the Rangers 2-zip. That's the middle of the third. Padres, Giants, Dodgers, Angels coming up out west a little bit later on this evening. And, uh, well, Paris Summer Olympics organizers' headquarters searched as part of French corruption investigation. The Summer Olympics are slated to take place in Paris in 2024. This is Chris Bengel of CBS Sports. French investigators searched the 2024 Paris Summer Olympics organizers headquarters on Tuesday in relation to a corruption investigation. Investigators are looking into contracts that have been linked to the Summer Games, according to the AP. The Paris Organizing Committee released a statement in which they revealed that an official investigation was underway at their headquarters in St. Denis. The committee uh, stated that it was cooperating with investigators throughout the process. On Tuesday, the raids were linked to a pair of preliminary investigations related to the Olympics that weren't previously revealed to the public, according to the AP. One of those probes began in 2017, which happened to be the same year that the International Olympic Committee chose Paris as the 2024 host city, and the second investigation began in 2022, just last year. Sakaj 2024, which is an anti-Olympic group that has accused the Olympic Games of causing ecological and social damage in the nations and cities where they take place, as it was very pleased when the Paris Olympic organizers' headquarters being raided on Tuesday was raided as part of the investigation. For us, an event of Olympic proportions cannot be held without corruption, the group said in a statement. It's the size of the event that makes it necessary, whatever the country. So a whole lot of nothing but we'll see what comes out of this investigation. Could be a little corruption there, Big D. Yeah. Who knows why they switched those Olympics to Paris. Hey, Fran, while he's doing sports, see if you can get Ben Berkwam on Skype. Will do. About this, um, he's watching, and he's got some information on the um, Hunter Biden thing. And he could, really? he confronted him at the court when he was there for the, um, as they're trying to disavow this poor child, so. Call him on Skype. See if we can get him on for a couple minutes. Go ahead, Slick. All right, Sorry so LSU continues to uh, lead Tennessee on the College World Series. LSU fans break College World Series Jello Shot Challenge record with massive purchases <laughs> from Booster. Hey, it's important stuff today. LSFU fans destroyed the previous record. This is Austin Nivenson of CBS Sports. The College World Series is the most coveted prize in Omaha, Nebraska at this time of year, but there is another heated competition going on in the city. The Jello Shot Challenge at Rocco's pizza and cantina is going strong and LSU fans have already hit a historic number of shots purchased with some help from Todd Graves and LSU Booster who is the founder of Raising Cane's LSU fans have set a new record for most jello shots purchased at Rocco's since the 2023 College World Series began LSU has accounted for 21,435 jello shots which breaks the old record of 18,777 big D you knew that that's not even close hey jello I'm just trying to think of what the sports news is going to be an hour, too, as I'm listening to this. I can't wait. I can't wait. 
lemon meringue pies. No, but anyway, uh, prior to LSU's game against Wake Forest on Monday night, Graves purchased 6,000 Jello shots for a total of 30,000. Do the math. Uh, which was the record for the most shots purchased by one person. That put LSU well over the record, and the fans celebrated before making the walk over to Charles Schwab Field. The Jello shot of choice for LSU fans has been purple watermelon. Looked like really? My, looked like my suit tonight, actually. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> hey, with the team's purple and gold color scheme, they'll uh, try to keep re- breaking their own record as the Tigers try to advance. If they win tonight, then they're heading on in the World Series elimination. So, good stuff. But anyway, had to get that in, Big D. I figured, you know, it was worth a shot running that story. Anyway. <laughs> that's, <it. laughs> All right, that's a wrap in sports. This sport's brought wow. to you by, tri- uh, by AA, not Mike Lindell. Yeah, <laughs> so. Exactly. Um, all right, so we're going to effort Ben Berkwam. He's got some thoughts on the um, on the Hunter Biden thing today. And again, he was at the courthouse. The only media, I believe, that even attempted, because of course, why would you have any interest in, you know, why would the mainstream media have any interest in being there? Of course, none. So we'll effort uh, Mr. Burkwam, but let's do some little more news before we get to, man, the hour's already over. Yeah, uh, crazy. Uh, Rick Delgado, what's crazy. going on? All right. Well, this story just kind of popped out at me. Billionaire NBA uh, owner Mark Cuban has decided to thrust himself in the discussion of Joe Rogan's offer oh, yeah. to host a debate it. between COVID vaccine skeptic Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and Dr. Peter Hotz, who supports the Hotez. vaccines. Hotez, is that yeah. his name? Yeah. And dubbed uh, Rogan everything wrong with mainstream media. That was coming from Mark Cuban as he jumped on his Twitter account to attack Rogan and Elon Musk. Cuban accused Rogan and Musk of becoming or being the mainstream media and called them bullies and trying to get Dr. Hotez to debate the skeptical, uh, the skeptical Democrat presidential candidate. This is a quote from uh, from uh, Mark Cuban here. Uh, Joe, you and Elon Musk are the mainstream online media and your platforms have become everything especially wrong with MSN. You are driven by self-interest, just like the MSN has always been accused of. And you both have earned that right. You busted your asses to be great at what you do and earn all that you've accomplished. But don't lie to yourselves and all of us and tell us you are different. You aren't, Cuban wrote. Very tersely. I think he was pounding very hard on his uh, computer. The NBA owner's response came on the tail of Joe Rogan's recent offer of $100,000 to a charity of Dr. Hotez's choice if he would come on to his podcast and debate the coronavirus vaccine uh, with RFK Jr. Uh, Cuban went on to say that the pharmaceutical companies have saved... God knows how many lives with the invention and distribution of vaccines and not saying that there aren't a lot of effed up things about pharma, but to ignore that the same industry has saved those uh, saved who who knows how many lives is bull. And you know it. Yes, the same big pharma that really doesn't cure anything, but creates lifelong customers there, uh, Mark Cuban. So, uh, well, yeah, I mean, I don't know what, what do you expect from Cuban? I think he's mostly on the left side of town. Oh, yeah. Oh, all the issues. Yeah. Big time. He's an NBA owner. His players oh, probably Hulk. were forced to take it. He, I don't remember him standing up and, uh, no. in, in, in the face of tyranny whatsoever. So I, I don't know why anyone's surprised that he's, you know, Ro- Rogan for me is much more of a free thinker than someone like Mark Cuban is. Oh yeah, he's uh, he's oh, yeah. yeah, he's he's totally on the left. Try- and he also claims that trying to bully Doctor Hotez is bully. Re- yeah, bully. You have producers that will prepare you, and you get control of the conversation. He said he's a and- doctor. <laughs> I know. Well, it's supposed to be. De- <laughs> we're in his wheelhouse here. This is we're going to yeah. his turf. Yeah. All he's got to do is all he's got to do is stand up and and you know present his opinion and produce the evidence that supports it. 
But according to Mark Cuban, that's now being uh, now you're being a bully, according to Mark Cuban. Well, you know, I guess uh, because wor- worry about your full court press, <laughs> whatever you're gonna do. Try to get back to the uh, championship, Mark. Your star player probably wants to leave. So, all right, hour two coming up. The great Ben Burkwam will join us right after this. from Studio 6B, Hour 2 on a Tuesday night, 9 p.m. on the East Coast, Real America's Voice. Glad you're a part of the show. As always, Slick Rick, going to do some more sports. Jello shots ended Hour 1, so I'm excited for Hour 2. <laughs> uh, Rick Delgado is going to have some news. Yeah, I'll have news on Cosby and his uh, contribution to the Jello shot. We'll, <laughs> we'll have... Um, James O'Keefe's new piece, if we have some time to get to that, I don't know that we can get to all eight minutes of it, but it's 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 actually worth all eight minutes of it, but we'll see if we have some time to get to that. But as we were talking about Hunter Biden, my phone was going off, and I look over, and it's the great Ben Burkwam, and he had some thoughts on uh, this case and I think what happened today because, number one, he's been um, – he was at the courthouse – when this little slimy weasel went there to try to get out of these payments and this kid that he doesn't want to recognize and the family doesn't want to recognize. So I said, well, instead of texting us about it, let's just jump on. So please welcome to Live from Studio 6B, the great Ben Bergwam. Mr. Bergwam, how are you? What's going on, guys? Uh, not much. I, was, uh, I, saw the, I saw the phone going, so I said, you know what, let's just get on and talk about it instead of you texting me because the people on this show, this audience loves Ben Burkwam. I hear about it almost <laughs> besides you and where's Papa Nolan are the two questions I get probably the most. So uh, I said, let's just put you on and you can tell us what you um, – I mean, I started the show with an article from David Marcus in the Daily Mail, and his opening sentence was – I don't even know if I expected this to be so blatantly in your face uh, as this deal was today. What were your thoughts on it? Yeah, yeah, I was actually there with uh, at the with the Daily Mail, a different reporter uh, who was there. But the, the the worst part to me was that 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 fact, the fact that it was just me, uh, a reporter for the Daily Mail, and an AP guy showed up for about ten minutes, and then he left. While I had just come from Miami where President Trump, the, the, the ridiculous indictments against President Trump, and I, had, I saw more media in Miami than I've ever seen in my entire life. That entire courthouse was surrounded by media from all over the world. And yet you have Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, these guys who were paid off by Burisma. They have been, uh, you, you can actually see, this was the car. I was, I, was, I was standing out there, I'm trying to question him. And then I realized, holy cow, this guy's coming in in secret service. Secret service drives him into the building. In fact, I found out later that they changed the venue just so they could drive him in without him having to be questioned. Uh, it's just these guys are the elite of the elite. They're the, the biggest scumbags on the face of the earth. And, and you know, we, we sit here as the peasants below them. And this guy has the nerve to go out there and say, 
as you mentioned, first off, uh, I need to pay my my daughter less. The daughter who my parents don't recognize, they say they have six grandchildren, not seven. I mean, they're just the worst of the worst. And they're going after President Trump for nothing. Really, it's a distraction from the crimes they've committed, selling out to Burisma, uh, being being paid off by by Ukraine, being paid off by China. Uh, the, and that's not even getting into the child trafficking that Hunter Biden is allegedly uh, the ringleader on some of this stuff. I mean, the, the, the fact that we still haven't even got the laptop, we haven't got the charges on that just makes me sick. Yeah, here's the, um, I'll play this with audio, Aaron, if you want to throw this up. This is the other piece, Ben. This is uh, him leaving. Um, I'll just, when, when, tell me when you're ready, Aaron, on this. I'll just play this and then Ben can react to it. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I, I think you're right, Ben. What, and John Solomon has some news tonight, too, that what we're about to find out in the next three weeks from this whistleblower on the fact that it looks like the DOJ let the, um, let the time, let the statute of limitations purposely run on what would have been the more serious charges. It looks like now we're going to find that out here in the next three weeks. John Solomon reporting tonight on Just the News. But here's, uh, here's your piece of when um, Hunter Biden was leaving. Let's roll that. Hunter Biden coming out as we speak. This is Secret Service guiding Hunter Biden. Your taxes. Let's see if we can see him in there. There he is right there. There's Hunter Biden. Hunter! Hunter! Were you bribed by Ukraine? Hunter! Well, they heard me. He heard me. He looked right at me. I got the eyeballs. Uh, This is, again, we're out here at the Stevens building. Hunter Biden just left the building. Uh, We wanted to ask him one question. He's protected by Secret Service after now we know. We've we've known this for a while, but he was bribed by Ukraine. Uh, Apparently so was Joe Biden, receiving $5 million each, potentially more. Could be as much as $20 million. Uh, Even uh, now we're hearing about China. So as they're going after President Trump, They're ignoring Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. Uh, They need to be questioned. The worst part about this right now is the fact that uh, us in the Daily Mail are the only media that's out here. This is, you know, I saw more media in Miami than I've ever seen in my life going after President Trump. But they're ignoring the real fraud, the real crimes being committed by Joe and Hunter Biden and the White House. Yeah. It's funny that you said the Daily Mail. I didn't even realize that was in this piece because that's who David Marcus uh, piece this morning is out of the one that, you know, I read a lot of pieces. Uh, Brett Tolman's got a good one in the Federalist. Uh, he was, he's been making the rounds today. He's excellent as well. But Marcus is the one that caught my attention just because he opened by saying, you know, I didn't even think this was going to be so blatant, just in your face. It's just like a punch in the nose to the, the to the country, as he said. If you had any questions about the dual system of justice, how could anyone even have a question about it anymore? Yeah, and that's really what all this comes down to. I mean, ultimately, the citizens of this country have the right. We The Constitution only works if we have equal protection, if the equal protection clause applies equally to everyone. And clearly, that doesn't apply anymore. I mean, look what they can do to President Trump. You look what they did to J6ers versus BLM and Antifa, thugs and terrorists. Uh, it, it, we're living in post-constitutional America. And, and if Joe Biden is not held accountable, if Hunter Biden is not held accountable, and ultimately, I mean, go back to Burisma, if Barack Obama, what, what did he know? When did he know it? Was he part of the cover-up? There's so much there. And as you mentioned, uh, much of this goes back to the Justice or Injustice Department who has the authority over uh, filing these charges and and for them to cover it up on top of that 
or to push it past the statute of limitations, as you mentioned. Uh, it's just, I mean, what they did to President Trump is treason. And, and what they're doing now, I, I, you know, I, I, it's, it's criminal. There's no question about it. Yeah. Uh, while I have you, and I thanks for jumping on last second here, just quick, but I, and I like when we do this, but let me just uh, ask you about what you've done the best reporting on, obviously, in the country while I have you, and that is some of the <clears throat> facts I saw in numbers that came out today. 5.7 million encounters since Biden took office at the border. Half of them remain in the country. Another 2 million or so got away saturated with criminals, um, which, of course, we have no real, no real way to even begin to actualize what is actually going on inside this country because of this disaster at the border. Some of these numbers out today uh, from CPB. Uh, what's your reaction to that? I'm sure not surprised. No, and, and the worst part right now is the numbers they're giving us are fraudulent numbers. They know it. So what they've done is they've, they've changed the definition what used to be considered illegal alien, now they've 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 changed it to illegal. Basically, you come across illegally, and there's two paths that you go through. Uh, they're trying to get everyone to go through the CBP One app, which uh, for for those of you that think it's only for asylum seekers, it's not. Basically, you can apply for this. You can come from anywhere in the world. You can apply through the CBP One app, and you can basically make up any reason you want. Uh, all it does is give you a stay of deportation. It lets you come in and lets you plead your case in the future. So that can be any reason. That could be asylum. That could be economic benefit. That could be any number of reasons why you want to come to this country. Those people who otherwise would have been illegal are now considered legal because they're being allowed in through this process. But they're all illegals. They're, 99% of them aren't going to qualify. 99% of them don't have justification to be here, but they're letting them in. The other side of that, I have uh, CBP and Border Patrol contacting me saying, even when we're catching them illegally, Secretary Marcus said we're going to use Title Eight because Title Forty Two went away. Title Eight now they're saying all you have to do is uh, is is challenge it. As you're here illegally, the they caught you. They use Title Eight. You appeal it, and you're automatically unless you were already a wanted fugitive in America, unless you had already been previously deported, you're automatically given a stay of deportation and given a a notice to appear. All of these people are now being discounted as part of these numbers. We're talking millions, and the and the sad truth is. This message is spreading. Uh, it's it's getting worse. It's going to get worse, but they're going to hide it under the fact that they're saying, oh, no, 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 all these people are legal now, when in reality, they're all Ill illegal. It's even worse than it was before, because now nobody knows. Are, are these people legal? Or are they not? And they're just spreading them out throughout the country. 15th consecutive months with 200,000 plus apprehensions, 28 consecutive months with 100,000 plus apprehensions. Just I mean, just unparalleled numbers. We, it's, we just can't even. It's national suicide. Yeah. Hey, Ben, real quick. Um, in your travels down by the border and seeing who's come across, uh, have you run into any of those, uh, those uh, Mexican-looking uh, Chinese that seem to be <laughs> making their way across the border? You know, all, huge, all male. Huge, huge, huge numbers from China. We were just, uh, our last episode of Law and Border uh, was in the Darien Gap, and we've actually, Oscar Blue just came back up from Panama. He they were uh, awarded us for the journalism we did down there in Panama. Ironically, we got an award down in Panama, but not in America for exposing what's happening. And the camps down there, San Vicente, he was at, Las Blancas, these camps are full of Chinese, uh, very high, high numbers of military-age men. Uh, there's no question about it. China's sending infiltrators. They're sending spies. They're also potentially sending uh, their military members uh, on top of the other people that are just trying to flee the CCP. But yeah, it's it's every country in the world knows that this is how you get in, especially if you want to send your bad actors. It's not just China. It's the Middle East. 
We're, we're getting terrorists every single day coming across the border now. Yeah, it's insane. And, um, you know, I've seen Robert Kennedy Jr. at least going to the border and actually talking about it, taking pictures and, and, and um, speaking about it in a way that's at least coherent with some of the facts on the ground. As he says, you know, this is just not sustainable. What's going on here? I saw Vivek Ramaswamy today out in parts of Philadelphia going, this is, you know, I don't need to go to a third world country to see. I mean, you're seeing it right here in the United States, what's happening in some of these cities. So, um you know, you're getting some of these candidates that are at least on both sides addressing, obviously, the crime problems, the homeless problems, and the border problems. So, yeah, I just pray, man. I, I if you're watching, and the the big request I make with our our show, Law and Border, with the, any shows you watch on Real America's Voice, is spread it, take clips of it, share it, send it out everywhere. Tell your friends, especially if you have liberal friends or family members, watch this. Don't watch CNN. Don't watch MSNBC. Watch this. You'll get the truth. Because that's what we need. The, the American people, when they realize what's happening, when they stop being force-fed all this garbage that doesn't mean anything, when we get out of Pride Month and all this this filth that we have going on this month, and actually start looking at the things that matter. Uh, not not to mention, I mean, not to say that 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 you know, turning your kids transgender isn't a, a something we have to fight against. But all of this, uh, every single person has a part to play in this fight to save our country. Yeah, yeah, saving and saving our country is not. That is not an understatement. It grows by the day how uh, how bad it's becoming as we head towards 24, Ben. So, uh, listen, as always, great reporting, great stuff on the Hunter Biden stuff. Thanks for jumping on last minute. I really wanted to get your opinion to the people instead of just me and you texting. So I love it. Uh, thanks a lot, yeah. Ben. Hey, always a pleasure, brother. And uh, God bless you guys. I don't know. I, you know, I tell people, I think Studio 6B might be my favorite show on the network. I, <laughs> oh, we well. got some really, we got some really great shows. <laughs> I, mean, got to, I mean, obviously, you know, I I love you guys. You, you guys awesome. Yo, yeah. easy there, easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take that, Ed Henry. Uh, tomorrow, I, like, hey, Damon, I love can the you morning have... show. I love War Room. Oh, uh, no, nice try. It's, 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 uh, it's hard. It's hard to pick. Uh, Damon, it's hard to pick. Can you have Ben on tonight again? There's no one else that wants him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm done. Done. Right there, live from Studio Six B on a Tuesday. Thanks, Ben. You're the best. All right, we're back, back right after this. emergency food, I would say you might want to think again. The government recently revealed the truth about the coming food shortages. According to the USDA, fully one-third of America's annually planted crops won't be harvested this season. Severe droughts, fertilizer shortages wiped them out. That means food is going to get scarce and expensive. It's already expensive. Is your family prepared for that? Well, if not, now would be the time to stock up on emergency food from My Patriot Supply at discounted prices. Go to preparewithrav.com and you'll save big on uh, each four-week emergency food kit you need 
for your family. You get breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, snacks. That'll keep everyone going strong. Best of all, the food is delicious. Your whole family will love it. Act now to save big on each four-week kit you need. Go to preparewithrav.com, preparewithrav.com, and get free shipping as well. What could be easier? Well, listen, you never forgive yourself when you let your family suffer, so don't put them in that situation now. Go to preparewithrav.com, preparewithrav.com, all one word, and uh, get ready for that three-month food, uh, actually four-week, Save big on the four-week emergency food kit from our friends at My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply, prepare with Rav.com. All right, 18 past the hour, live from Studio 6B. Uh, Rick Delgado doing the news, but let's do some sports with Slick Rick. And sports, of course, is brought to you by Mike Lindell and MyPillow. Use our promo code LFS6B at checkout. We appreciate when you do use it, and you get a great savings from Mike, whether it's on the MyPillow 2.0, mattress toppers, towels, sheets, whatever it is. He's got everything. Uh, MyPillow.com slash LFS6B. Uh, Slick Rick, what's going on? All right, College World Series update. LSU continues to lead Tennessee 2-0 in the bottom of the seventh. Slow-moving game there. This is a men's College World Series elimination game. Earlier tonight, as I reported, TCU over Oral Roberts 6-1. to That was the final. And the Braves lead the Phillies in Major League Baseball 4-1 to in the top of the ninth. Orioles over the Rays 8-6, top 8. Middle of the eighth, Cardinals 7, Nationals 1. Bottom 8, Cubs over the Pirates 4-0. Middle of the seventh. The Reds looking for their 10th in a row. Continue to lead the Rockies. Now up 8-2. Looking good. Uh, Athletics and Guardians tied at 2. Top of the 8th. Bottom 6. Red Sox blanking the Twins. 3-zip. Diamondbacks 4-3 over the Brewers. Bottom 4. Top 6. Astros blanking the Mets. 3-zip. Rangers and White Sox nodded at 2 in the top of the 5th. Royals over the Tigers earlier tonight. That's a final 1-0. Blue Jays 2-zip over the Mall. That just went final as well. And Yankees with the win, Rick, up 3-1 to one over the Mariners in the final. Yankees trying to find their winning ways and get their man Judge back in uniform soon. They miss him sorely. The Yankees stink or what? Yeah, they're no, they're still 10 games they're, over. They're, but... ten, they're 10 games out. But... <laughs> oh, so they're not like the Mets. No. Oh, they no. stink. Oh, the, yeah, Mets, the Mets, forget stink. about it. The yeah, Mets. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. You know, they had a lot of injuries this year. Um, and uh, anonymous employees inside Texas Rangers organization blast team for refusing to ho- hold a pride night, Big D. Oh, of uh, course. One of Todd Houston of Breitbart Sports. Yeah, they're coming out. The Texas Rangers is the only Major League Bowl team that has refused to hold a pride night game, and some inside the organization are attacking their employer for that. As Breitbart Sports uh, reported at the onset of Pride Month, despite the league's 100% support for displays and pandering to the radical gay and transgender movement, the Texas Rangers remain the lone holdout for scheduling any demonstrations for gay pride. And this is nothing new for the Arlington, Texas team. I guess that's why they call it the Lone Star State, right? But since Breitbart's report, nearly every conservative website and news aggregator has also commented on the Rangers' particular status as the only team to avoid outward expressions of gay pride. And with that widening focus, now team insiders are speaking up. Sports website The Athletic recently gave space to some Rangers 
Ranger insiders so they could publicly complain that the team won't hold a Pride Night like all the other teams. One company that the Rangers, one complained that the Rangers played an away game at Tampa Rays during the Floridians Pride Night game. The unnamed insider said the whole message was baseball is for everyone, but not if you're a Texas Rangers fan. Uh, so, you know, the site added that uh, without providing any evidence of employees fired over their sexual proclivities or support for the same, the, that gay team and office members feared for their jobs and livelihoods in speaking out, Big D. So um, one fellow said, I grew up here. I'm a diehard Rangers fan. Another current employee reportedly told the site, when I started working here, it was a dream job, but it's pretty bleep bleep. That's it. It's an organization over the last few years that has done or said things or not done or said things that only do that do I not agree and uh, reflect. But, you know, it goes on and on. The old tail wagging the dog. But, um, you know, just uh, really crazy. These fans come, these uh you know, employees coming out speaking uh, anonymously about their employees. So you can't even have a stance another way as the Rangers do without obviously being criticized from within. So mm. anyway, it's what can I tell you? And that's a wrap in sports. Big D. This whole transgender thing has just got me burnt out, man, with sports. It's really it's just out of hand. One percent. One percent. And well, we got it's um, it's permeating its way into everything. Oh, it's just what is going on here? So well, it's 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 the new. We talked about it a few weeks ago. Uh, I don't know if you were you were here for that night. I think it was with uh, with David's ear, but it's the new way be- because they've run out of other. You know, th- they hate the black conservatives. There's too many of them. There's too many of them. There's too many Hispanics finding uh, the Republican Party and finding Trump. Um, and same with the, with the black voters that are now starting to kind of open their eyes as well as they're seeing those numbers start to shift. So they got to find somebody else, some, yep. some other group to help divide the country culture. Culturally, and who better than a bunch of mentally, um, you know, mentally uh, challenged people? Uh people who have yep. have these issues and are very easily influenced yep. and they can, they can, they can coddle them and they can coerce them to do whatever they want. And, and you know, you see it all, th- you, you know, what? and you see it through the schools. That's where you see it first in the high schools where the kids that struggle to find a group, they glom on to something. Oh, I can be anything I want. Yes. You can be a light switch. You can be a cat. You can be whatever you, <laughs> you want. Rainbow. You're welcome here. <laughs> right. Exactly. And, and, and you know, it, it so it's it's great to see some of the pushback we've seen, I think, out of Canada, out of that school in Massachusetts. And now this story of a U.K. teacher um, calling these eighth graders despicable for saying people can't identify as cats, believe it or not. A U.K. teacher got into a heated argument with two eighth grade students for their views about gender ideology, according to a secret audio recording. You gotta love the technology and the way the kids are using it. Uh, How dare you? You really just upset someone saying things like you should be in an asylum, said the teacher at Rye College, a co-educational secondary school in East Sussex in the U.K. The student responded, I didn't say that. I said if they want to identify like a cat or something, then they're like genuinely unwell. This is what the kids said. Uh, During the heated interaction, the teacher argued that the students' views on gender uh, were not consistent with equity and inclusion and therefore were not acceptable opinions. So now opinions need to be acceptable. She added the threat that the students would be reported to the administration and should go to a different school and would benefit from re-education. Where have we heard this before, Nazi youth? If you don't like uh, these ideas, you need to go to a different school and I'm reporting you to the assistant head 
teacher. You need to have a proper educational conversation about equity, diversity, and inclusion. I'm not have I'm I am not having that expressed in my lesson. The teacher said the teacher had originally critiqued the students for questioning a classmate's identity. Um, and then she asked, where did you get, I guess the kid asked, where did you get the idea that there are only two genders? The student attempted to explain, if I respect their opinion, why can't they respect mine? Right. Touche, yes. young squire. In an opinion, it's, it's, it is not an opinion that's okay, the teacher said. Gender is not linked to the past where that's what you were born with. Gender is how you identify, which is what I said in the very beginning. Uh, the student said, well, I just don't agree with that. Yeah, but but you can't have that, another student added. So they got into this big discussion. Uh, and again, it's great that the students replied and pushed back on this teacher um, because, let's face it, it's despicable. Oh, you can't have that opinion. It, you need to be uh, reeducated. So that, that's, that's what you're dealing with with the left. All right, live from Studio 6B, more news coming up. And if we have time, we'll get into a little bit of um, James O'Keefe's new piece. from Studio 6B, 30 minutes past the hour on a Tuesday night. Real America's Voice. Look, Rick's doing sports. Rick Delgado's been doing the news. The great Ben Burkwam joined us at the top of the hour to discuss the Hunter Biden uh, case today. The, um, well, the deal he got, of course. (laughs) And I never got to this before, so let me get to it now. John Solomon had some news tonight on what we're going to expect. I saw him on with Ed and Karen this morning in their last block. And he said, what's going to make this even worse is that what we're going to learn in the next three weeks. And, of course, that is the news that's out tonight on Just the News. This was out at, uh, well, actually this afternoon, about 3.38. Congress prepares to unseal testimony, evidence from IRS whistleblower and Hunter Biden case. House Ways and Means Committee Chairman Jason Smith scheduled Thursday morning closed-door meeting to vote out evidence to the public. The House Ways and Means Committee took final steps today to release to the public as early as Thursday the testimony and evidence from an IRS whistleblower who alleges the Justice Department gave favorable treatment to Hunter Biden and engaged in political interference in the criminal tax case against the first son. Committee Chairman Jason Smith scheduled an executive session for 8 a.m. Thursday where lawmakers are expected to vote to free the whistleblower evidence and testimony of IRS supervisory criminal agent Gary Shapley from the 6103 privacy requirements that normally shield Americans' tax information from public disclosure. The development came just hours after U.S. Attorney David Weiss in Delaware announced in a court filing that Hunter Biden has struck a deal to plead guilty to two misdemeanor charges of willfully failing to pay taxes and to enter a probation program that could eliminate a third charge, a felony, accusing him of lying on a gun application. The vote by the GOP-led committee will allow the evidence shapely provided in six hours of testimony last month, as well as 23 pages of evidence from the Hunter Biden tax probe to be released to the public. Sources familiar with Shapley's testimony told Just the News that he turned over seven documents 
totaling 23 pages that summarized the evidence and predicate for the original investigation into the taxes and overseas finances of Hunter Biden. The memos also summarized multiple instances dating back to 2020 in which DOJ officials thwarted, hampered, or interfered with the frontline career investigators' efforts, ranging from blocking certain tactics to allowing tolling agreements to expire that extended the statute of limitations on certain alleged offenses. Shapely described IRS and FBI agents being concerned by the interference. So those tolling agreements are what you put in place if your statute of limitations is coming to an end. That will then extend it. And it's agreement between both parties that, okay, well, this is what we're going to do. And then there's certain things that, okay, well, if we if you end up lying about it, then it's no good. You know, it's voided or whatever. But these tolling agreements is what my understanding is would extend that statute of limitations. And that's what the uh, the DOJ got involved with, with blocking or disrupting certain tolling agreements. Then and now the statute of limitations has now run on what would have been the more serious charges is my understanding of it. Yeah, what a surprise. And what's crazy is that, you know, you mentioned this diversion that was offered. Uh, according to Joe P. Terra on, uh, on Twitter, he wrote, in the jurisdiction where I practice, diversion is offered only to juveniles charged with a misdemeanor on a first offense and obviously not involving a deadly weapon or dangerous instrument. It's still on the DOJ's website. Uh, Jenna Ellis pointed it out today. Jenna Ellis pointed it out today, and Brett Tolman, who I said wrote that great piece this morning in The Federalist, which I have, uh, also noticed it and pointed it out, uh, basically saying credit to Jenna Ellis for finding this still on the DOJ website. Diversion would not be available to anyone similarly situated to Hunter Biden. And he shows it from their site. Number three, pretrial diversion programs are, shall, be, uh, shall exclude any individual who is, and number three is, accused of an offense involving brandishing or use of a firearm or other deadly weapon. There you go. Yeah, and then Cash Patel tweeted out, never in my entire career as a federal federal defender was I granted pretrial diversion for a fed felony gun charge related to narcotics. Never. I represented hundreds of minorities on this exact same charge, and the average sentence was three to five years in federal prison. Enter the white son of a white president prosecuted by a white AG with a two-tiered system of justice. I'm not saying it's about race, but where's the outcry from the left and all the minorities who got long by DOJ's prison sentences. Uh, let me bring you back to Cash Patel. On May 5th of 2023, he was asked about the Hunter Biden case on Cash's Corner. Here's what he said on May 5th. And the prediction I have made um, is that I believe Hunter Biden will be charged and soon. But I think they'll roll it up into what we call this global plea agreement, where he basically gets charged with some Mickey Mouse lower level offenses, walks into a super light sentence, and then they will cover up the cover up. Merrick Garland and company will go to the podium and say, we prosecuted Joe Biden's son, even though he's the president of the United States. And they'll gloss over the fact that any other individual who committed those crimes would have been treated differently. That's that's what I think is happening right now. That's why I think that meeting occurred. Um, because I think the lawyers, some of whom I know, are smart enough to realize that there's no way he can't get charged with anything. There you go. Ooh. 
That's Cash's Corner over on Epic TV. And just to finally to uh, further connect those dots, uh, Brett Tolman's uh, piece today is, again, entitled Hunter Biden's Charges Are Nothing But a Diversion. And Christopher Bedford's piece is Hunter Biden's plea deal is a cover-up disguised as justice, which is, I think, more to what Cash was getting to. Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially when you consider some of the people uh, who were charged with the same um, crimes as a Hunter Biden, somebody like a Wesley Snipes, tax evasion, served two and a half years in prison. Um, let's see. Who else? You ever hear of Daryl Strawberry? Oh, sure. Yeah, he went to jail three months for, for tax evasion. Uh, Lauren Hill from the Fugees, she spent three months in jail. The Crizzlies, you know them? Keeping up with the Crizzlies or whatever the show is called? You know the guy? All right. They're, no. they're, they're a fun group on uh, USA. They had a long, long-running reality show. Both parents are now in jail for tax fraud. Um, let's see. Ja Rule, the rapper, 28 months in prison. Uh, let's see. Well, now, you, wait a minute. I watched MSNBC in places today, and they said these never get charged. So you're saying... You watch MSNBC, and that's funny. You expected I heard all day from the true. media running cover for Biden that, that this was a great job by the DOJ. They did exactly what they're supposed to do, and these things never get charged. Yeah. So yeah. I guess you have evidence to the contrary. Yes. Even the situation from the Jersey Shore went to jail. Wow. Remember oh. him? He went to jail that's for a tax a serious evasion. situation. Uh, so you've got illegal gun charge. You and I would go to jail, not Hunter Biden. Uh, tax crimes. You and I would go to jail, not Hunter Biden. Pedophile that we've seen, uh, pedophilia charges that we may have seen on the laptop. Jail for everybody else except for Hunter Biden. Uh, let's see. Hmm. Possession of uh, crack cocaine. We'd all be in jail, not Hunter Biden. Uh, possession of cocaine. We'd all be in jail, not Hunter Biden. Money Endanger- laundering, conspiracy yeah, to yeah, commit yeah. Wa- laundering. Endangering the wire uh, fraud. Endangering a minor. Commit wire fraud. Yes. <laughs> uh, we'd all be in jail, but not Hunter nah. Biden. Yeah. So. But no, no, it's it's totally it's totally on the up and up. Your bank sending how many um, SARS into the um, Treasury Department? <laughs> Hundreds of them. When one would be enough to get you in major league trouble. Yeah. But that's okay. All right, let's get to a little bit of, because uh, I do want the audience to hear a little bit of what's on this tape from James O'Keefe. Um, this is his new undercover project under his new OMG flag. And uh, they got infiltrated into BlackRock, and they were able to get this guy who was, I guess, a headhunter, a recruiter for BlackRock. I don't know if he thought he was dating this girl or whatever. Yeah, I think he actually <laughs> caught on to her. It's, a, it's always the honeypot situation. Oh, I think it works he, like a I think he oh. caught on to her kind of late into the whole deal. Oh, well, they no. already had a lot of stuff on tape. But uh, just uh, You mean when, when he was like, you know, shows up? He was like, you, you act like you're an undercover agent. You ask a lot of questions <laughs> about finance that most girls aren't interested in or something like that, he says to her. Yeah. Uh, here's a little bit of that. Roll that, Aaron. Telltale. Hi. I'm James O'Keefe with OMG News. Here we are with our latest story, this time on BlackRock, one of the world's leading asset and investment managers, which owns significant shares of companies like Amazon, Microsoft, Anheuser-Busch, Meta, Target, Procter & Gamble, Comcast, CNN, Fox, and yes, Pfizer, just to name a few. At OMG, we do not shy away from exposing powerful companies, and we're not afraid of powerful people. So we decided to take a look for ourselves at the influence BlackRock has on our politics and the influence they have on our culture. 
So to do that, what better place to start a hidden camera investigation than into a self-described gatekeeper at BlackRock? Like, you're kind of like a f***ing gatekeeper at BlackRock. Yeah, I am. I, I decide people's fates. Every f***ing day, I literally decide how somebody's life is going to be shaped. That's so powerful. I love it. Yeah, it's... it's I don't know, the, the whole thing of, like, domination from a concept, it's, it's, it's so interesting. Introducing Serge Varley, whose LinkedIn says he's worked for Morgan <laughs> Stanley, Citadel, and now as a recruiter at BlackRock. I work for uh, a company called BlackRock. Uh, I'm not actually a finance guy. <laughs> I just, I know what happens because I'm recruiting people who do these things. Mm -hmm. I'm the person who headhunts people from other firms. So I would approach him and be like, hey, this is a good reason why you should come work for us. Serge tells us who really runs the world, <laughs> how they do it, and just how much it costs to buy people like politicians. Let me tell you, it's not the who's the president. It's who's controlling the, the water. So it's, it's the and who's that? The hedge funds, the banks. These guys are campaign financing. Yep, you can buy your candidates. All of these financial institutions, they buy politicians. How do they run the world? You acquire stuff. You diversify, you acquire, you keep acquiring, you spend whatever you make in acquiring more. And at a certain point, your risk level is, is super low. Like, imagine you've invested in um, like 10 different industries from food to to drinks to like technology, right? One, one of them fails, it doesn't matter. You have nine others to pick you up. Risk management is, is inherently in just about everything. And in the finance space, it's all about it's, it's, it's well. It's all about the money you make. You don't, you don't let it sit. Yeah, like you keep using it over and over, and we invest. Yeah, and it exponential growth. And then once you just own a little bit of everything, is that where the control? Yeah, you own a little bit of everything, and that little bit of everything gives you so much money on a yearly basis that you can take this big ton of money. And then you can start to buy people. Yeah. Obviously, we have this system in place. First, there's the senator. So these guys are cheap. You got 10 grand, you can buy a senator. It doesn't matter who wins. They're still going they're, they're in my pocket. Like, I can give you 500k right now. No questions asked. Yeah. I didn't do what needs to be done. Like, yeah, of course. And Why not? Does like, everybody do that? Does BlackRock do that? The BlackRock recruiter also wow. tells us about how the U.S. government relies on BlackRock for their economic simulation computational power. Economic simulation. They need to understand the impact of something, right? They're going to, like, raise the interest rate, for example. It's going to create this cascade of various factors that are the direction of what it's going to do, basically. And just how great the ukraine <laughs> war is for business do you have any um thoughts on the ukraine russia war yeah. ukraine is good for business you know right we don't want the conflict to conflict right, hold it there aaron wow yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to see the full video, it's on our social media, at LFS6B, Twitter, Getter, Truth. Check it out. It's worth it.
13 to the hour live from Studio 6B on a Tuesday night. Glad you've been a part of the show. As always, again, want to thank the great Ben Berkwam for jumping on with us quickly. Uh, Aaron and friend holding it down. As always, Sick Rick doing sports. Rick Delgado doing the news. Check out the rest of that. Um, it's worth watching the rest of OQ's uh, deal oh there. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I feel, right. bad for, I feel bad for Serge. <laughs> Why? Man, I just watched a little bit more of it. Um, it's not going to surprise me if he ends up uh, like Seth Rich. He ends up with a power you know? surge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A surge with the power surge. Yeah. Power Where all of a sudden they'll be like, oh, he decided to have breakfast in, his, in the bathtub and, and made some toast. It's a power surge. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Because, man, oh, man, what he is giving Ooh. up. Oof. Like the, part where he, like the part where he's talking about whatever. He says, hey, do you know Jim Cramer? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. That's yeah. the part I was just watching. Whatever he does, whatever he says to do, do the opposite. You'll make real money. Inverse Jim Cramer and, and you're rich. Yeah, that, uh, Jim Cramer is the ultimate bottom or top signal. Long or short signal, Jim Cramer. Oh. He loves something like Coinbase when he says we like Coinbase to 480. Of course, Coinbase today is like forty dollars. <laughs> he wanted it. He it opened at whatever 350, and he we we like it at 480. <laughs> yeah, sure, okay. That was your wow. that was your moment to sell. As soon as he tells you to sell all your Bitcoin, which he has done after owning it, that was your signal to buy. So, whatever Ooh. he says, just do the opposite, and you're most likely going to work. It's going to work out pretty well. Oh, man. I, like I said, Surge, good luck, man. <laughs> surge. Watch your back. Avoid the Surge. Yeah. Oof. Don't <laughs> go surge. looking for the invisible balcony. Surge protectors, <laughs> yes. <laughs> somehow, he, somehow he ended up in Russia and got thrown off a, off a ledge. Uh, yeah. Well, well, we'll see. Oh, wow. Um, all right, let's do a little more sports before we wrap it up. We'll do a little more news. And here with sports is Slick Rick, Rick Emirati. What's going on, pal? All right, one more sweep of the scoreboard in the uh, Men's College World Series elimination game. Looks like LSU has a good shot, Big D. They're up 5 nothing over Tennessee. <laughs> Literally. Top sure of the ninth. Are. There good you go. shots. Yeah. Jello shots all around. And uh, Major League Baseball, 8-6. Orioles lead the Rays, bottom of the ninth. Also, bottom of the ninth. Cardinals over the Nationals, 9-2. Reds holding on in the top of the ninth over the Rockies, 8-5. Looking for their 10th in a row. That'll be the most this season, I believe, for the Major League Baseball team. And Athletics and Guardians tied at two, bottom nine, uh, top of the eighth. Red Sox blanking the Twins, eight zip. Diamondbacks, five three over the Brewers. That's bottom six. End of the seven. Astros over the Mets, four nothing. White Sox lead the Rangers, four two in the middle of the sixth. The Astros, uh, excuse me, Giants and Padres, no score there. Top of the first, just underway. Braves beat the Phillies tonight, four two. Royals blank the Tigers, one zip, and Blue Jays over the Marlins, two nothing as well. And speaking of the Reds, well, Reds fan catches foul ball in his beer cup. Dylan Gwynn of Breitbart Sports. There's a theme going on tonight, drinking games here. Uh, beer cups uh, have many uses. Chief among them is holding a beer, but followed up very closely behind holding a beer is catching baseballs. On Monday night, a fan at Cincinnati's Great American Ballpark found out his beer cup was perfect size to catch a ball after Rocky slugger Ryan McMahon fouled a pitch from Cincinnati's Brandon Williamson foul where it landed perfectly in the beer cup of a fan in the stands. As the New York Post reports, a similar ball in a beer incident occurred at a Reds home game last year in May, almost exactly a year ago. The odds of that happening twice in almost a year are likely very long. In each case, the fans not quite, got quite a kick out of the beer in one incident. Then again, Reds fans have a lot to cheer about nowadays. Cincinnati has won nine games in a row and
and currently lead the Brewers of all Brewers, ironically, in the NL Central by a half a game. So very interesting there. I thought that was pretty funny. Big D. Uh, and one la- last story here uh, was uh, well, there's a bomber logo. Uh, a team, a football team in Australia in Melbourne. They have a uh, they're called the Bombers, and they have a logo. And I have to paraphrase because the story went blank on my screen. But the uh, what happened is they're asking. Fans are asking them to remove the World War II bomber that's a part of their logo. And obviously, the, the, the president of the team is very upset about this. He says, less than 1%? We're going to kowtow to less than 1%? So they're looking for pushback. We'll see what happens in Australia. I'll have to follow up on that report tomorrow night. That's a wrap in sports. All right, Slick Rick, very good. Let's do a little more news uh, with Rick Delgado. What's going on, pal? All right, well, a couple things. This one is a little bit interesting as it takes us out to space there, Damon. Uh, yes. There we go. What? Just this is a real story. Here we go. NASA mission to stop internet apocalypse that could halt online access for months. See, this is this is a good story. We've heard about you know all the uh, threats to the uh, the internet and the power grids and such. Well, NASA is uh, taking up this mission. A NASA mission has been successfully sent out as a space spacecraft in an attempt to stop what a potential internet apocalypse yes the parker solar probe the psp has traveled through solar wind for the first time gathering vital data about storms that could block internet access for people on earth experts have warned that solar storms like these could pose a threat to the communication networks leaving people offline for months or even years i feel like i've heard this story before but they were going to stop a uh, uh, an asteroid from hitting the earth or something like that the spacecraft which was launched five years ago went on a journey which it took close to the solar winds on the sun's surface what the <laughs> no, go ahead all yeah, right it's a good story very interesting <laughs> These winds are made up (laughs) of a stream of charged particles being released from the sun's outermost atmosphere known as the corona. Oh. Despite the intense heat and radiation, the PSP managed to gather crucial insights into the workings of the sun. And Professor Stuart Bale, lead author of the study and affiliated with California University, (laughs) explained the significance... (laughs) <laughs> of understanding solar wind. I'm going to I'm gonna pop some solar wind right now if you guys don't know. Better right. from Mars. They've got us from Venus. <laughs> it's small. Don't look at me. <laughs> Do you care if we lose our internet connection? Yes, very much. Oh, we yeah, wouldn't. Sure. I mean, we, I mean, it's like a daily occurrence here. 50 times on this show with right. this Wi-Fi. What are you talking about? <laughs> I wouldn't have anything to do during the show if we exactly. lose internet. Yeah, of course. It's, right. it's, it's, it's a nut. Is How are we like going to talk to the people? I'd have to exactly. pay attention to right. you. Yeah. Oh, man. Fran That's would have to pay point. attention to what we're saying. Fran pays attention to what we're saying? No, he doesn't. Uh, no, he, he would, does not. He would have to if we didn't have internet is what he was saying. So, right. of course, he needs it. So. so, there you have it. NASA is on the case. They've got okay. uh, they've got a couple shuttles up there. Would this be a just, movie, you think, coming it like, could be, uh, Bruce Willis there, deal? There could be an Aerosmith oh. song attached to it. Yes. So, we'll see okay. what happens. Uh, check this out. Letters containing mysterious white powder sent to Trump and Supreme Court Justice uh, Thomas. Yes, a series of threatening letters containing a mysterious white powder is raising concerns that Republican lawmakers in Kansas and across the nation who receive them are being targeted by someone cryptically calling themselves your secret despiser. Uh, Since Friday, about 100 letters have been received by Kansas GOP lawmakers, Kansas Attorney General Chris Kobach, also Republican. The The list of intended recipients of white powders letters is growing and expanding beyond Kansas, according to federal law enforcement. Similar letters 
containing a cryptic note and suspicious powdery substance were addressed to former President Donald Trump, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, and other high-profile individuals through the U.S. Postal Inspection Service uh, intercepted them before they were delivered. Postal inspectors have possession of the letters and have deemed them harmless, the source says. At this point, the FBI and the U.S. Secret Service are monitoring the situation. There is some message. The message is somewhat unclear, but it is intended to be threatening Republicans State uh, Senator Molly Baumgartner said uh, she was the recipient of one of the letters she told ABC News in Kansas City, Missouri. The FBI and the Kansas Bureau of Investigation are probing the letters, but have not determined who is sending them or the motive behind the dispatches. So there you have it. Uh, are little... they really being signed? He's signing them to your your yeah, what... your secret despiser. And you would think they're going to get to the bottom of this. Yeah, I, th- I think that person's going to get picked up. Unless, of course, the last name is Biden. Then they'll just say, hey, you know what? Uh, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll issue one of those diversion, uh, those diversion techniques in court, and uh, we'll let them walk. So there you have it. That's all I got on news. Shut up, you two. As always, we salute our military, active and active, police, firefighters, first responders, EMTs, everybody on the front lines protecting us. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks, Fran. Thanks, you guys on the show. Most of all, though, thank you, the live from Studio 6B audience. Have a great night, everybody. Make sure you sign up at the website. You'll be getting a text tonight after the show's over, and we'll see you tomorrow night, 8 p.m., right here, live from Studio 6B.